every a lot of times people send us a lot of things and and executive summaries can be 200 pages and so so lender <laughs> so is not really trying executive to, yeah, summary, right? not really <laughs> trying to read that much they just want to make sure they just want to see the the deal breakdown they want to see okay how much funding are you looking for what is the funding for what's the timeline what's the collateral what's the location um you know what what um what what are you using the funding for what's the plans of the project um what's the future of the project do you own the land you know they, they so they just want to kind of know the the basics and and that right there will determine if it's something that they're willing to move forward on if it is then we then we we have a conversation on the phone and we see what what else is needed to to, to move forward Welcome to the Placemaking Podcast. Podcast. The show geared at helping real estate developers learn and understand important aspects of the development process while improving communities one at a time. Each week, we'll discuss major facets of the real estate development process with industry professionals. Now, here's your host, Matthew Lowe's. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Placemaking Podcast. I am very excited to share this next conversation with all of you. Antoine is the founder and vice president of Watson Worldwide Capital located in Houston, Texas. Antoine has spent nearly 20 years becoming the matchmaker of business. He has built relationships with industry experts lead buyers to sellers and sellers to buyers and he has opened many doors by creating opportunities to others through his ventures. Today, Watson Worldwide Capital is assisting many project managers and business owners' dreams come true by connecting them with the right people in the industry with one common goal, for their project to receive funding and be complete from ground up. Watson Worldwide Capital has assisted in many projects thus far some of which include commercial building financing, multifamily units, affordable housing projects, condo fix and flips, cannabis projects, and many more. In this episode, we're going to discuss how Antoine got started in brokerage, what his typical niche commercial real estate development brokerage deal looks like, and common myths about obtaining a commercial loan for real estate development that he wanted to debunk for us today. So as always, if you have enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the show and share with your friends. There will be more exciting conversations on the many shows to come. So without further ado, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the show, Antoine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this show. This is, this is gonna be a good one. You've got an interesting business model and I've read some about it, and I, I gave you a brief introduction before the show, but if we could just jump right in and, and kind of get to who you are and, and where you got started, and then we'll kind of kind of bridge that into where you're at now at Watson Worldwide Capital. Sounds great. Uh, my name is Antoine Watson. Uh, I'm a business owner, owner and founder of uh, Watson Worldwide Capital. Originally from originally from California, uh, my journey my journey has been quite interesting. You know, it, it started off as a child. You know, having a lot of a lot of challenges, a lot of uh, educational challenges. Uh, learn, diagnosed with a learning disability, dealing with dealing with that for a long long time. 
um, graduating, graduating high school, not really quite knowing what I wanted to do. Going to college, I ended up, I ended up going to a community college, uh, still not really quite sure what I wanted to do. Um, I ended up going into the uh, human, human uh, services program. Mm -hmm. And I did that for a little bit and got a certification out of that. Still wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. Uh, spent the next 10 years uh, in sales, mostly inside sales, from recruiting to appointment setting. During that time, well, actually really before that time, probably, probably in my early 20s, I, I already knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so I did a lot of uh, side businesses appointment setting businesses. Um, I had a, a basketball training business because I, I did basketball uh, long before I even got into entrepreneurship. And I, and I started wanting to train um, athletes and helping them work on their fundamentals. So I did that for a while. Um, so pretty much a lot of my businesses early on were failed um, attempts, but <laughs> It, but they were they were great experiences. I learned yeah. I learned a lot from each each experience. You know, just learning how to put together a business, just learning how to sell, um, learning about you know business a business model, marketing. You know, so it was so much that I learned. So, like I said, I did that you know for a while, um, along with inside sales. Inside sales really taught me a lot about selling myself. You know, really learning about marketing. You know, and the thing for me is while when, when I when I finally decided to, um, you know, build, you know, Watson Worldwide Capital was probably about five years ago, four or five years ago. Okay. Um, I, I really I actually built this business uh, being a, a full time Uber driver. Okay. Um, right wow. around right around this time, you know, I wasn't work. I wasn't working a traditional job. I was laid off. Didn't quite know. Didn't quite know what I wanted to do at that time. Uber was getting really popular in my area, and I and I saw it as an opportunity to have the flexibility and freedom to be able to build something. So I did that for a while, working working a lot of long hours doing that. Got the idea and the inspiration to start helping people fund their businesses. I was seeing so many different people that had an idea and they just didn't, they just didn't have the capital or the funds to get the idea started. Mm -hmm. And I was going around trying to figure out how I could help people be able to bring their dreams to life, you know, the, re awesome. the different resources. So as I was going through this, as I was going through this, this period of time, I bought in a couple of uh, buddies of mine to to help me, you know, start the business. And so we spent a lot of time just working, trying to figure out, you know, how how to work this this uh, this new business. And uh, long story short, it it really didn't work out with that group of guy with those group of guys. Uh, we ended up, you know, shutting the business down. And I, I continue, you know, driving, working as an Uber driver. Trying to trying to still figure out what I wanted to do, and I guess about a year later, I tried the business again. I tried mm -hmm. the business again. It was me and another guy um, trying to see how we can put something together a little bit better than than what I did before. And same thing happened. Uh, the second the second attempt really didn't work. 
so at this time, I, I, I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to still continue pursuing the, uh, the funding uh, business. Yeah. And so I took a little bit of time off. I, st- I still kept on driving Uber. Um, I even, I even at this time ended up almost getting an insurance license. I just needed something <laughs> to really get things going. Right. And as just as I was getting ready to get my insurance license and, and put all of my time and efforts into it, I had, I had a conversation with myself and I just was just sitting there one day, just sitting there thinking, you know, what is it that you're going to do? You know, you're, you know, you're in your thirties. You know, what, what is it that you're going to do? You know, because you, you've been doing this funding thing, but you've been dabbling in it. You have yet to put all of your, all of your energy into it. Right. And so it was, it was at this time that I told myself I, I was no longer going to dabble in this funding business. And I, and I started seeing more and more potential in it. So as soon as I decided that I enrolled myself into a, a business a loan broker academy online that I saw through Facebook, mm-hmm. and I was I was very excited about it because I'm like, man, I I finally made the decision to to go all in with this, and you know I spent a little bit of time you know seeking me seeking a mentorship um, in this academy, and you know I started connecting with a few people that's been that's been in the business for quite some time. Um, I, Long story short, didn't really have a, a lot of great experiences. I, I noticed that a lot of people in this group really didn't really want to give you the the secrets, the secret sauce, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I found myself, you know, getting with people that wasn't willing, wasn't willing to really teach me. They were willing to have me be a referral partner, but wasn't really willing to help me learn this business. And so at that time I said, you know what, I'm going to get out of this, I'm going to get out of this loan broker Academy and I'm going, I'm going to learn this business. And as I got out of the loan broker Academy, I had, I had no projects. I had no, nothing in the pipeline. And so I just did what I knew I could do. And that was me going back pretty much doing what I did as an inside sales rep. I started marketing myself. I started getting online. I, I started going to all different kinds of websites, uh, what was it? Uh, bigger pockets, mm-hmm. LinkedIn. I was doing everything, every single thing I could possibly do. And uh, one day I came across, you know, my first contact, and um, that was that was pretty much how you know Watson Worldwide Capital was was built. You know, I, I started with this with this first contact. You know, I um, saw they were looking to do a construction project. Really started getting an gaining an interest in construction and from there on you know I, I i found my i found my niche and area that i really wanted to put put all of my uh my focus in wow wow and was this all taking place in california or i noticed this, you're, this, you're based in houston so well, this has been um this this all took place in, in uh houston texas you okay. know I've, I've been in houston texas for almost 16 years you know, this is this is where the birth of my entrepreneurship, you know, was uh was taking place. Okay. So here in Houston. So you know, I, I just actually had a conversation on on the show and I'm actually releasing that here uh in the next couple of days. But 
it'll be past <laughs> it'll be a past episode now when this this airs but uh you know i was working with a young he's similar to you he you know he's hustling he's he's trying to do his first deal uh real estate development deal and you know everybody he talked to the, the number one thing that everybody said was the reason why they couldn't make their dreams become you know a reality was capital and you you hit that on the head earlier you mentioned that that is the reason why most yeah, I, people I just, feel like they can't. And, and, make and I just happen. I learned I learned early in early in life and early in business that it was important for me to put together a business that was that would solve people's problems. And so that's that was always my mentality was to find something that I was passionate about, but also find something that would be a problem solver um, based on the audience that I was looking to help. Mm-hmm. When did this really become like, what was that pivotal moment where you were like, this is it, this is what I'm going to do? Was it, you know, was it after the academy or was it, you know, when you went all in or, or I guess? What? Well, um, the, the, turn, the turning point for me was, you know, almost, almost a year into it, into Watson World Capital, you know, well, actually a little less than a year, you know, I was... I just started dating my my fiance, who's who's also uh, who's who's our director of operations, nice. and you know I was dating her at the time, and you know we we've had we had a couple of projects that didn't really didn't work out that well, and at the, at that point I was like you know I, I wasn't quite I wasn't quite sure if this was something that I wanted to continue doing, and I just remember her helping me really realize some things and and really helping to, you know, encourage and inspire me. So it was, it was her inspiration, mm-hmm. you know, and then I, and then for me, it was just something I realized it was something that I really enjoyed doing. It was something that I couldn't put down. I mean, I, I remember first starting this thing, putting 12, 14 hour days um, into this, you know, while I was, you know, still getting up, you know, early in the morning, you know, driving Uber, you know, just, mm-hmm. just to, make a paycheck until we start until we started um progressing as a company mm-hmm. wow so let's kind of get into watson worldwide capital and, and kind of discuss you, you mentioned that construction is kind of your niche so can we break that down a little bit more and maybe maybe we make it a little more broad but uh sure, sure. what does that what does that look like for you your broker so what kind of deals, what's your niche? What, what is Watson worldwide capital, you know, in the bigger picture? Watson worldwide capital um, is a commercial loan brokerage, but unlike a lot of loan brokerages, we provide our, our, our clients with a lot of options and and different um, deal structures. Uh, A lot of loan brokerages sometimes only have a certain, type of way that they fund um, deals. Sure. But because we have such a, a large network of, uh, of lenders, we're able to provide and customize, you know, our, our deals. And our niche area is, is a ground up commercial construction. So we, we focus a lot on that. And that, t- that typically looks as me, you know, sitting down with a client, you know, such as, you know, a real estate developer, Taking a and I taking a look at what project they have on the table, and my job is just making sure that they have everything they need 
to get funded. Mm -hmm. So I, I got to, I have to make sure they have a, a business plan. I have to make sure they have personal financial statements, a um, financial performer that, that breaks down all of the projections. So that's, that's my job is making sure they, they know what they, they're educated on alternative lending and they have everything they need uh, once they are ready to get uh, funded. Interesting. Okay. So um, essentially you're kind of acting as a partner to, to help them get the loan they need to make the project a success really. So um, you, you've got the experience of, of what these lenders are looking for and you help to kind of bridge that gap. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, what we, what, what we did was uh, we, we had extensive interview processes with each and every single one of our lenders so we know exactly what their what uh, interest rates terms they they uh, they offer clients. We know exactly what upfront items and documents they'll, they'll be looking for. So because we know all those things, we're able to help our clients be able to uh, present the right packages to the lenders. Because mm -hmm. because one of the things I always always let clients know is that. The more the more information you have, and in the um, and the better package the information is, the quicker the loan process will be. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So um, yeah, so so I kind of I also kind of act as that as that project manager as well because I need to make sure the the business plan or executive summary is detailed enough for the lender to to truly understand what the project is all about. Right. Right. And you know what they're looking for. So you can help to uh, kind of tailor their, you know, their offering to make them successful potentially with uh, exactly. getting that. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and what kind of, you said commercial ground up. So just yes. multifamily, anything really commercial, right? Um, I mean, we, we get a little bit of multi multifamily, but really our focus is, is the, is the ground up construction. Uh, we do, we, every now and then we'll do some, uh, commercial, um, uh, refinance or commercial purchase. Uh, so it's really, it's really the three, but mostly ground up, uh, commercial development. Okay. Okay. So, you know, this has been a long road for you. So what's one thing you wish you would have known? when you started this, this journey? Uh, um, I, I wish I would have really focused more on consistency. Um, I, I wish I would have really found a mentor and really just found this, this industry a long time ago <laughs> mm -hmm. because it's, it's, it's definitely a great industry. I love, I love the people that I work with. I love the projects that we have the opportunity to uh, get in front of. Yeah. Commercial real estate is a, it's a people business. Um, you know, relationships tend to tend to make or break deals. So um, yeah, sure. if you have that, that mentality, that definitely helps out. So you mentioned you wish you would have had a mentor sooner. Do you, do you have one now currently, or do you just kind of, you just learn what you have through, you know, all the resources well, um, that are available or I do, I do have a, uh, a few mentors, um, that I, that I, that I talk with. And then a lot of the things that I've, that I picked up on is, is, is just, um, is just do research. I do, I do a lot of research, you know, whether it's Google research or just 
watching YouTube videos, doing doing everything possible to really keep myself educated and, and updated because information is always changing. Mm, definitely. When you started, how'd you build that that network that you're you're referring to that you've you've worked up with lenders and, and whatnot? You, you sound, it sounded like you just you just threw out a net and you just started going after it. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've done this my whole life is, it's, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's very easy for me to reach out to people and introduce myself and, and, and build relationships. So, I mean, I just took everything I've done my whole life. I took everything I did in inside sales and, and um, I put it into this business. And like I said, sometimes, you, sometimes you reach out to people and, and they may be a fit or they may not be a fit. And then, you know, sometimes you reach out to somebody and they'll respond back to you, you know, and you mm-hmm. can, and, and your job is, you know, hopefully there's something there and you keep a relationship and you just continue um, building on that relationship. And that's, pr- that's pretty much what I've done with, um, you know, a lot of the partners that I've um, connected with. So how do most people find you uh, right now when, when they're, when they're looking into this alternative uh, financing, are you, just everywhere. <laughs> I, I, get, I get a I get a lot of people I get a lot of people um, finding us um, through LinkedIn. Um, also, they also they find us on our business on our um, Facebook business page, uh, Watson Warren Capital uh, Facebook business page. Um, and then right right now, we're, our website is is uh, is being updated right now. So um, you know, once that's you know back up, you know, and running, you know, um, they can be able to uh, contact us on on our website as well. Met you on on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, I'm, 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 I'm definitely glad that, that we, uh, we got connected on there. You know, LinkedIn is, is, uh, definitely a great source. So I was glad to connect with you. I, I see you, you, you're doing some great things as well. And, uh, I look forward to, um, you know, continue to connect with you and, um, and build yeah. a relationship. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm kind of curious, uh, do most of the, the people that reach out to you, do they have experience in real estate development or, or do most of them, this is kind of their first foray and they're, they're um, trying to. From, from time to time, um, they're, they're um, from time to time, it may be their first development, but our, our niche normally are seasoned um, developers because it, the reason is that a lot of the lenders that we use, they typically want someone that has at least a couple of, development projects under their belt because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's in their eyes it's, it's a lot harder and, and much more of a risk uh for a first time for sure um development so that, like i said we, we try to we try to focus on on the, more of the season um development i mean more of the season developers yeah i mean that makes sense it's a it's it's a risky business <laughs> Def- very risky especially right now it's kind of a crazy time but I guess let's discuss that a little bit further. What is a what is your typical criteria for a perfect candidate? I guess for your lenders, what what are they looking for? Oh, a perfect candidate for us is you know someone that's done three to four at least development projects. Uh, someone that has a very strong executive summary or business plan. Um, someone that has, you know, pretty good look, that looks pretty good on, on a, on a personal financial statement, um, as well as, as well as their, um, business, uh, statements, uh, someone that has a really, um, 
really good looking uh, financial performer. That's that's really important. They typically look for three to five year projections. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, someone ha- someone with strong credit. I mean, sometimes we can look between you know six twenty six six forty minimum um, credit. Uh, definitely someone that you know already owns the land and, and is shovel ready and and pretty much ready to to get funded. And uh, lastly, someone that um, that has ava- that has a good enough available credit. I mean, I mean, not credit, but um, available uh, collateral. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, the lenders are looking for you know at least fifteen to twenty percent collateral, and and someone that's also have has skin in the game. Somebody that's um, already put a certain amount of money into into the business already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that all makes sense. Is there is it possible for somebody with the, that hasn't done a project yet that uh, is looking looking to get into it, but maybe they've built up a, a pretty strong team? Um, is that does that shine favorably, or or is that something that they're still a little iffy about? I mean, it that it, it could be po- it could be possible. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of lenders. I mean, each each lender has diff is a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. some some. I mean, I, some sometimes I work with private equity, so they typically want the season one. So, but there's some lenders out there that they would fund um, more of a startup. You know, type of type of uh, company's project. You know, so the only thing with that is that because it's risky, because it's your first time you know, your interest rate may be a little bit higher mm-hmm. than someone that has done these projects before because they're typically looking for somebody that already has existing cash flow to go along with the project. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So this is really just the construction loan, right, that you're dealing with? Yeah, construction loans. Um, we, we've we've um, we've had some other um, opportunities um, that come to us. Like right now we're currently even, even doing some international projects. You know, currently we are working on a um, Brazil con- uh, civil construction project. And we also have a, a, pro- a um, waste energy project that we're working on in the Virgin Islands. So wow. uh, like I said, like I said, we, we are, are like I said, our niche is, is the ground up, but sometimes we have, opportunities that come to us and you know we just kind of look at them to see if to see if it to see if it's a fit to see if it's an opportunity that we are looking to explore and then we look at it we look to see if it's something that our lenders would be interested in in um in pursuing so mm-hmm. how did those come about those, <laughs> those offshore deals well um to be, to be honest with you it's it's really just about you know marketing you know it was it was marketing and and somehow i, I remember marketing and, put, and putting a lot of information on our on our facebook business page you know educating individuals on loan terms and different types of loans and you know all of a sudden you know one day i i, I put something up and and a guy a guy in in uh, puerto rico um reaches out to me about possibly co-brokering and working together on some international projects you know and that was about you know over six months ago <laughs> and you know that ended up becoming a, a partner so we've, we've we've worked together on these international uh, projects and and uh, we 
you know, he brings the projects in and I uh, find the, uh, the lenders for the, for each project. Wow. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so yeah, let's, very uh, exciting. Yeah, definitely. Worldwide, right? Oh yeah. Worldwide. <laughs> so what's a common myth that most people have or that you've seen about obtaining kind of these commercial loans for, or these alternative loans for, uh, you know, ground up development. The common myth that I see is uh, people believing that they can um, get a large funded amount without bank statements, without personal financial uh, statements, which is, which is a very big theme because it, it breaks down your net worth, your liquidity, your assets. So that's, that's the, the biggest myth that I've seen so far since I've been in is, is people thinking they can, they can get around those financial items. Mm. Okay. So how do you, how do you respond to those people when they, I, I, um, me personally, I just, I just sit down. Um, and this is something that I typically do during our consultation. I'll, I'll sit down and explain, you know, why, why those things are important. And, and I always let them know a lot of, a lot of reason why those are important because it's, it's important for the lenders to know that you, um, have, en have enough money for, you know, for collateral and it's better they it's better they find out early than we do every single thing we get the process going we get all the way down to the end and then they find out that you don't have you're not looking very well financially on paper mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. does that happen pretty often it, i mean it, it's 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 happened it happened to us you know early on but that was a part of us getting better and uh -huh. really really making that a emphasis you know and and that's that's become something that we work on getting up front in the in the beginning of the process so we we talk to somebody they're interested in in um, getting financing we we give them a questionnaire you know and the next step is the the uh the consultation you know giving them a look at our deal summary you know which breaks down the the type of the, the type of deal that they're looking to do and then during that discussion, we, we make sure we say, okay, do you have these, these upfront items? Do you have the executive summary? Do you have the performer? Do you have, you know, three months of, of bank statements? Do you have a, a personal financial statement? Do you have those things? And if not, how soon will it take you to, to for those things to be available? And then that right there allows us to kind of know really what direction, because if it's something that, you know, they can't do it for something that they won't have right now. Maybe, then maybe that's something that we can come back and explore later and, and, and um, just take notes and put the notes in, into our system as, you know, somebody that we can possibly follow up with in the future. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You kind of, kind of told me what, what that process looks like now. So what does that timeline look like? So they submit their documentation. Yeah. You go through the consultation provide feedback and, and request the additional documentation and then you present that package to the lenders, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, pre I present, I present that package. You know, the, the first thing it really, the first thing it starts with is, is our, our deal summary. Uh, we, we, we typically send over the deal summary along with the, along with the, uh, the attached, the, um, the package, mm -hmm. but the deal summary is, is really, it's really short and sweet. It's almost like a bullet point. And it breaks it breaks things down because 
every a lot of times people send us a lot of things and and executive summaries can be 200 pages and so so lender <laughs> so is not really trying executive to, yeah, summary, a, a right? lender's not really trying to read that much they just want to make sure they just want to see the the deal breakdown they want to see okay how much funding are you looking for what is the funding for what's the timeline what's the collateral what's the location um you know what what um what what are you using the funding for what's the plans of the project um what's the future of the project do you own the land you know they, they so they just want to kind of know the the basics and and that right there will determine if it's something that they're willing to move forward on if it is then we then we we have a conversation on the phone and we see what what else is needed to to, to move forward okay but you tailor it to certain certain uh you know, lenders that you might think might be interested based on the type of a project or. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and so I guess just to start to finish, like say start putting in your request and everything to uh, getting approved for a loan. What does that timeline look like? Um, it, it varies. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the, the paying on, depending on, a, on the loan amount, um, because typically we can we can do loans. We've done loans, you know, right around the ten million. You know, the the Virgin Island that we have is is a hundred and seven million. But but typically, you know, you can look at you can look at thirty days. Sometimes sometimes a little bit more. It it really just depends on on what the project is. You know, what's what's going on. And but if if they have everything, if they're submitting everything at a at a really good rate. You know the response time is really good. The communication is good. Then thirty days or so, you know, you should be able to to uh, to get funded. But mm -hmm. you know, a lot of a lot of the challenges, you know, that people may face during that time is is just if you're not if you're not submitting that you know the the stuff back to the lenders on time, you know that really that really delays the process. If if your executive summary is not complete showing the breakdowns of the project, you know, then it's going to take some time because that means the lender has to look at it and have you, have you to go back and maybe redo or, or, or look at it. And then you got to come back. So that kind of, that, that, that stalls, that um, may stall the, the process. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, you mentioned you work 12, 14 hours. <laughs> Our days earlier on has that changed? You still what is the what's your day look like yeah, right now? It 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 changes. Um, you know, I, I um, you know, I have my a typical day for me is um, you know, waking up. You know, me and my me and my fiance, we you know, we uh, have you know, I may have some coffee. She has you know some tea. We we wake up. We have our our praise our praise and worship. You know, our mm -hmm. prayer time. You know, uh, since it's, since the the COVID nineteen, you know, we we do school. So she's She's uh teaching the teaching the little one, you know, school where wow. you know, get we're we're exercising, you know, get having having family workouts from time to time, <laughs> make sure everybody's uh you know being healthy. Nice. You know, uh, make sure everybody's eating right. So we you know the, the diet, you know, and then and then we just kind of we kind of spread out. You know, she um you know she has different. Uh, businesses that that um, that she's doing that she's that she's working on right now, along with um, along with uh, Watson World Capital, she has a very big role in Watson World Capital as far as 
uh, helping us do even better with our processes and our systems and everything like that. So, you know, she's in, she has a, a pretty big, uh, pretty big role. Awesome. So what, uh, I always like to kind of end with this one. Oh yeah. But, and, and, oh yeah. But and besides yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much on the, I'm pretty much on the phone all day. If I'm not talking to, if I'm not talking to lenders, if I'm not talking to lenders, talking to, talking to, uh, partners, potential partners, uh, co-broker deals, <laughs> you know, um, so I, 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 I'm constantly busy, you know, I'm, I'm also working on some things right now. I'm, I'm uh, putting, putting together at some point in time, I'll be, I'll be done with, with my first ebook that I'm that I'll be oh, nice. working on, you know, this, just this, this book right here, we'll be talking about making a transition to alternative lending. And so I'm, I'm very excited about that. And when you was know, that coming excited out? about really breaking things down in, in that, in that ebook. And when was that? Um, it, it's helping people make a, make the transition to alternative lending. Okay. And you're, you're planning on uh, releasing it pretty soon? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not quite sure. Um, don't really have a date just yet. You know, working on my, I still have a little bit more information that, I, that, needs, to, that needs to be in the book. Okay. Um, but as soon as I, as soon as I, I get everything, you know, finished and complete and, and have a, potential uh, release date definitely uh will let yeah. you let you know about it definitely that's all all exciting things <laughs> yeah, very, very 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 excited awesome and like i said this is kind of one of those questions i like to end on here is what what do you believe has made you and uh, watson worldwide capital successful so far going forward what uh what certain trade or or maybe some advice that somebody gave you along the way. What kind of spurred, you know, success for you? Really, it's just, you know, just being determined. The biggest thing I, I, I picked up on just, you know, having mentors and just growing as a person, as an entrepreneur, is just, be, just, being, just, just being consistent. You mm-hmm. know, early, early in my career, that was, a, that was a big struggle of mine. And, and, and you know, the, the number one thing for me, of course, is, is, is God. I'm, I'm, I'm a... I'm a very uh, religious, religious guy. And, 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 you know, God is definitely, he's brought me a long ways and okay. he's, he's, he's strengthening me during the times that there was a struggle for me. You know, he, he gave me understanding when I was going through financial situations, when I was stuck at different points in my life. And it really just gave me understanding when I didn't really understand what was going on. Right. And didn't know when it would change. So, right. and then of course, you know, um, my fiance just, you know, her just encouraging, just inspiring, just being very supportive. Is she in the uh, room? Being, yes. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's awesome. That's good. It's nice to have somebody that yeah. uh, supports your your dreams for sure. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I'm, 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 I'm blessed to have her. Awesome. And I appreciate all your time, Antoine. Like this is, this has really been interesting and, and I'll definitely include some, some links to your, your Facebook and your LinkedIn so that uh, people can find you that are looking and, um, you know, we'll help you spread the word of uh, Watson. Well, thank you very much. I, I, I definitely appreciate the opportunity and the, and the time to, to, uh, to be on your show. Looking forward to keeping up. Yeah, de- let's let's definitely keep up. Let's definitely uh, you know, talk some time off the air. For sure.